guys, welcome back to this final episode of the N Studio podcast for this semester. It has been great yeah. to have all of you listening to this podcast all throughout 25. the semester. All, all 25. 25 of our listeners. On average, so sorry if you're, if you're not in that range, we apologize. Yeah. But on average, 25. And for the 25 of you that keep coming back, thank you. We love you guys. You're great. Thank you for listening to us. For today's final episode, we do not have a new special guest. I know, sad. But that's because we have a lot of special guests. This week's episode is a special compilation of all of the advice that our guests have given us throughout this year. We've got some great advice from some great people. So stay tuned if you just want to learn how to be an architecture student. Great advice on that. General advice, just life, life advice, um, how to exist. Just in time for your dead week. So if you're feeling dead, welcome to the pod. It's a great pick me up. It's a great it's a great way to like really liven up your week. Yeah. Get some good vibes going mm-hmm. on a Wednesday. Because we all know Wednesdays are Rough. honestly not the best. Not the best. No. I agree. Wednesdays aren't great, but this podcast will be. So it will be. Definitely Stay tuned, give it a listen. If you get nothing else from any of our episodes, this gives you a nice little summary, great overview. So enjoy. Trust the process of drawing, trust that mistakes are important. Um, and, and, and that's probably advice number one. Advice number two is to just like chill out. Now that you've heard some amazing advice from our favorite professor, Chip Stanley. We are going to hear some more advice from another great UNL professor, Zach Porter. I think, first of all, I would recommend trying to soak up as much information as possible and try to understand what architecture has done. You know, what, what things have already been investigated, explored, knowing the history of design in that way can be a very useful thing. It's not just knowing it for the sake of, of knowing it, but um, I, I think the study of precedence can, can be invaluable for students. And I mean that in a, a very direct way. Like whatever problem you might be having in a design project, whether it's circulation, whether it's how to treat a facade, someone out there has studied a similar problem and there's lessons to be learned. So that, that would be one thing. I think another thing I would say, and this goes back to what I was talking about earlier, that each designer takes a, a sensibility or an agenda or a position with them to any type of project they have. I think trying to develop that sensibility and I think it puts you in a stronger position as opposed to thinking that you have to come to every design brief and start from scratch. That I don't think any particular site, any particular program, any brief is gonna give you all the information. Um, it's not going to tell you determine in a deterministic way what the design should be. I think a designer should come to the table with some um, basic values and fundamentals and sensibilities already present. Now that you've been enlightened by the historic Zach Porter, we'll be moving on to the one and only Jeremy Reading. Um, I would say, you know, don't get don't get too caught up in in the moment. Sometimes it feels very overwhelming, um, especially er, early on. But I think it's like this is one career where you're really aligned with what you, you know what you're passionate about. And there's not many people that can say that. You you know you hear a lot of people that separate work 
from their personal life and they come home and like they're working just for their paycheck and they they're really like kind of frustrated people it's like they because because it always feels like work and their home life don't align and this is really one industry where we get to really do what we love and honestly it's kind of like you get to be lots of different professions when i'm doing eye clinics i get to learn all about what it's like to be that doctor when i'm doing a winery i'm all of a sudden learning how to make wine and i learned a whole bunch of different things about varietals and the food that you pair with it and all these crazy things and now i get to work for google and i get to work for amazon and facebook and all these different things and I think it's just being really open to that in itself, that you just live in those moments and they all build on top of each other. And so don't just don't lose sight. Like sometimes, you know, those late nights and things in the studio can feel like a lot, but it's all worth it. It's really worth it. And it's, it's a really enjoyable career. Now that you've heard from one of our graduate professors, here's some advice from one of our own graduate students, Lewis Culver. Try, try to find your process that, you know, that works for you. Um, it, it's so personally for me, it's, it's a challenge to like get input from my advisors, my own input, and then try to balance <clears throat> between, you know, other input from uh, uh, reviewers and things like that. Everybody feels like your project and your work should go a certain way <laughs> and you should have a certain workflow. And sometimes it's kind of hard to cut out all of the noise. Um, and sometimes it's kind of hard to find your own voice in your design work, especially when you're first year, second year, and probably even a third year student, you know? <clears throat> so just try your best to find your own voice and your own process, um, the way you work and, and stand by it, you know? Don't be rigid, like be flexible if you need to kind of adapt and adapt, but for the most part, if you know that that's how you work and that's your process, that's your, your um, you know what your design style is, then, you know, lean into that, <laughs> you know, just lean into it <clears throat> and find your confidence. Um, for me, uh, even as a, a graduate student in my last year, <laughs> I'm still looking for my confidence, to be honest. <laughs> a lot of times I'm still, and you know, when I talk to Quinn and the others, you know, uh, sometimes we're just like, yeah, we don't know what the heck we're doing, you know, and it's very disconcerting. It's very like overwhelming sometimes. But lately, I've just been really just telling myself, you know, I can do this. You know, it, it's OK if I don't exactly know what I'm doing, <laughs> but I can do this and I know I can do this. And so just trying your best to find your confidence. Um, and like I said, lean into your process and just just have faith in your your design. You know, have faith in your design skills, and uh, I think you'll be I think you'll be good. So now that we've heard from one of our own grad students, Lewis, it is now time for your favorite grad duo, Jacob and Patrick. Well, um, as like corny and weird as it sounds. <laughs> Actually, listening to the professors makes a big difference. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of students that like might kind of zone out in class, and then they wonder why like they're butting heads with their professors all the time, or why they're not prepared. And it's like, well, they usually try to help you out. So, or the TAs. Yeah. Um, definitely taking taking feedback, but also knowing when some feedback is just not relevant and kind of that's a good point um 
but kind of going back to that is like don't think everything's not relevant because it's not what you had in mind be open to new ideas um and then never take any like criticisms you get personally like if you're up in a crit and like your professor's just absolutely ripping your thing apart don't take it like oh they hate me as a designer they just well, they might hate you as it does. Nah, I, I, every I project has flaws. I kid. Every project has flaws. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever designed. A, nobody's ever designed yeah. the perfect building. So the, I mean, the whole point of learning how to take criticism is, it's like a useful skill. I think if that's one thing to, that you're, yeah, trying yeah, to that say, is basically. I'd say that's one of like the goals of architecture school is learning how to take criticisms. Because even when you graduate and you're pitching your idea to a client and you're in this meeting, the client says. I actually like brown trim instead of the green trim. I don't know why you'd like green trim anyway. But if you aren't able to take that criticism, maybe that relationship with the client kind of doesn't work as well. Yeah. Yeah. And for our last grad student, we have all the way from Canada, Megan Willoughby. I mean, I would say, honestly, just be like Jacob. Do you like Jacob? Do you like Jacob? Like he has his life so put together, like time management wise, and like scheduling himself, and like having um, an end to the day. Drinking water. Yeah. 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 Okay. Now that you've heard from the grad students on our podcast this year, we'll move over to our undergrad students, starting off strong with our AIAS president, Paul Mullins. My personal advice would be. Um, know when to when when's a good point to stop and don't know what a good balance uh, between mental health and getting a good design is because you can literally not sleep and still not get a good design but um, and sometimes you after a certain point I'm sure everybody's experienced this at least is if you don't get enough sleep at a certain point you're starting to be less efficient than just going and taking a nap but like um a healthy work-life balance like not I know in school we're still kind of stuck to working at pretty much every hour but when you get out into the real world at least from what I've been told having not interned quite yet but um you you definitely need uh you only work like the uh eight or nine hours a day um though you can work more sometimes but like just knowing um school is ultimately a job and making sure you, you leave time to do other things and not just just architecture, even though architecture can be very engrossing. So. Now that we've heard from our president, we will hear from our vice president and our call's social butterfly, Nikita. Don't be afraid to try new things. Um, it can be scary at first. It can be very challenging. It can be difficult. There will be hurdles, and there are hurdles in every single you do in life, every single thing. So just try new things. You never know what you'll end up liking. You never know what uh, opportunities you might end up with. In our final undergrad that we had on the podcast this semester, and your favorite cheese it loving person, Miss <laughs> Elizabeth Perniak. Don't be afraid to feel like you're like the least qualified person. That just means you have the most to learn from the people that are around you in your studio, um, the professors. They don't see you as like some student that doesn't know what's going. Well, they might, but <laughs> but they just mean like they know that you have that much more to learn, and I think that's very exciting in a place like this. 
All right, so that is the end of all of the advice. Thank you for holding on until the end. We know it's been a rough ride. Um, thank Made you it to the for end of the podcast us. and almost the end of the year. Yep. So thanks congratulations for, on both. Yeah, thanks for having us as pod hosts this se- season. It's been a lot of fun. I will see you guys next semester with some good episodes, some juicy content. We'll see who we drag on here, literally. I'm sorry if we get jagged up you. Um, anyways, they all complied willingly. We have no legal battles to fight on this one. But as a reward for closing out the year, closing out the season, we have a special solo by the one and only... Shiv Stanley. So enjoy and have a good rest of your year and enjoy your summer. Nope. Nope.